This is Rugger Matrix International, episode 161, Super Rugby 2013. Hello and welcome to the world's most quoted rugby podcast. This week, Mike Harris from the Queensland Reds. A lot of uh, angst about, about Saturday and a lot of uh, people wanting to prove a point. They'll face the Brumbies. Mark Cashman drops some exclusives on the show. And we'll also announce the Inside Rugby search to crown the first Inside Rugby Invincibles. Rugger Matrix is proudly brought to you by Inside Rugby, the annual, and the new edition covering Super Rugby. Of course, as always, our major sponsor is Strike. Go to strike.com.au and get 10% off your next order. Welcome to show 161 of Rugged Matrix International. Great to be back. Back-to-back weeks and Mark Cashman in the studio again. Good to see you and great to have, give up your time for the humble little program that we have. Well, Bronk, it's great to be back here and back in this fantastic little studio, mate. It's, yeah, it looks uh, good, doesn't it? It's Aladdin's cave. It's full of good stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, well, you've come here bearing gifts and here is it. here it is, the exclusive first look. Is he up for it? We're recording this show on the night of uh, Israel Folau's appearance against the Crusaders in the trial game at Adelon Stadium. Um, another great read. Not as big as the annual, but bloody good reading in here. Yeah, listen, Brog, it's, got, uh, it's a complete Super Rugby uh, preview. And, uh, you know, we've gone through and examined all the teams as well as uh, some great reads there. There's, uh, there's a great one there of yourself that uh, you did on uh, Clyde Rathbone, which was a fantastic, uh, a cracking read. And also some stuff on, uh, on James O'Connor. Mike Harris, who we've uh, who we're going to speak to a bit later in the show, and uh, varying others. So uh, all in all, a pretty good read. And we're also announced the Inside Rugby search to crown the first Inside Rugby Invincibles, the best of the very best of the Wallabies. It's a fantastic initiative. Big dinner here in Sydney in uh, in June. So we're looking forward to that. We've got a quite a weighty uh, judging panel on board, including one of our favourites, uh, Bob Dwyer, a friend of Rugger Matrix. Yeah, of course, Bobby Dwyer. So um, you've got a lot of things on, and that's incredible. The Invincibles, I really like it, and uh, it gives uh, Australian rugby a great legacy. But, of course, this show's not just about Australian rugby. Um, we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, Les Kiss, obviously Ireland went down to the weekend as we look at the results of Six Nations, Casho. Uh, Ireland going down to England in a pretty uh, dueler match on the Sunday. And I think, uh, as I spoke to uh, Alan Gaffney in the uh, hallways of the Waratahs the other day, uh, maybe they played too much rugby on the day they tried to play too much against an England team that was there to play and do the business in those conditions well, I think uh, Les would agree with the uh, with the uh, summation or judgment that uh, Ireland played too much rugby in in their own half. So, uh, you know, that was uh, that was very much the uh, the the tail of the tape as far as uh, the Ireland uh, side were concerned. And uh, as you said, they played too much rugby and trying trying to work their way out of their own half. Even with uh, when England had uh, fourteen men with James Haskell uh, with James Haskell in the sin bin, they just couldn't couldn't get it done. But uh, Anyway, they uh, they live uh, they live for another day. Uh, this Six Nations a long way to go. All right, so Les will be speaking to us on next week's show. So we will um, go into depth about the start of the Six Nations. So a bit of a gap there for him to talk about it. Um, good start, but they just couldn't get the job done. Uh, very disappointing that uh, conditions were better. Uh, the other results, I was happy to see Scotland win and get up against Italy. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, a lot of the punters uh, thought that Italy, after that fantastic performance uh, in Italy the week before, would be uh, would be pretty hot for this one. But if you look back through the uh, through through the uh, through the records, they uh, they they also haven't won very often away from home. That was very much the case. Good to see Scotland put on some great tries. Certainly a good win for them. And of course Wales, they snapped their long-standing losing streak, uh, and uh, they managed to beat France. Now, now, is Wales on the rise or is France on the way out? Well, who knows? You know, <laughs> France, of course, Bronk, uh, were the heroes of November and they're, uh, they're very much the chumps of, uh, of February and March at this particular point in time. Great to see Wales get back on the horse again. What was it, eight in a row that they'd lost? That's, uh, that's absolutely incredible for an international football team. But uh, listen, they're, they're back and, uh, you know, they're, they're throwing a few curved ones into the selection process for the British and Irish Lions. Warren Gatlin and his selectors have a huge job ahead of them. Uh, they certainly do. So they're the results there of Six Nations Week 2. And uh, certainly the competition is heading England's way. We did say that that was going to be the uh, definitive game with Alan Gaffney last week. But let's hope not. Let's hope that uh, things happen. And I think this year, outside of the English results, uh, I think that a couple of other games could go the way you don't think they'll go. So, you know, France will always be difficult for England in the end as well. So I don't think you can write France off at any time, no badly, no bad, no matter how badly they're playing. So uh, more to come there. Uh, after the break, we'll be back to talk Super Rugby and uh, all things uh, Queensland Reds with Mike Harris. Rugger Matrix is proudly brought to you by the good rugby folk at strike.com.au. Go there and you'll get 10% off your next reversing camera, Bluetooth car kit or other accessory. It's all about safe driving, no texting while driving. That's what Bronco and Casho say. So visit strike.com.au, enter the code Rugger Matrix and you'll get 10% off. All right, welcome back. Nice little ad, Cash Cow, for our yeah. friends at Strike. We've re-signed for another season. Uh, great to have them on board. Listen, they're uh, they're absolutely essential to have one of those little babies in your car. I've got one in mine, so uh, yeah. I think everyone out there, every rugby guy, every rugby girl should have one. I saw the big PT Cruiser at the front. Yeah. I didn't know what you were doing there for a while, you know, out the front in the park. But anyway, it turned out... <laughs> You were getting ready for the show. <laughs> All right, Super Rugby. So at the start of the show, we mentioned this wonderful uh, Inside Rugby edition. And uh, you've got new owners now, don't you? Bauer Media? Yeah, it's a German company, Bronk. And uh, a lot of people in Europe would be aware mm. that, uh, you know, they're a major publisher in Germany, in the UK, and Ireland, of course. So uh, they've taken us over. Very big on uh, on uh, owning mastheads and uh, owning good properties. So, you know, they're obviously overjoyed at having Inside Rugby in the stable. And there it is, back from the brink. Our story on uh, the great uh, Clyde Rathbone, who is back playing for the Brumbies. Now, I mentioned last week at the end of the show, if you caught it, uh, what a beast he is in the gym. That's a photo I took at the gym last year with Clyde Rathbone. He's, uh, look at the weights underneath there. That's about, what, 40 kilos? Because there's two of those guys strapped there. Um, unbelievable. Yeah, Unbelievable. It's uh, you know if if you see the before and after pictures of Clyde, uh, you really just got to uh, uh, stand back and applaud that he's actually playing in this weekend's round of uh, of Super Rugby and starting a great great story. Fantastic uh, that he's uh, that he's on the field and back and uh, you know contributing to uh, what's essentially a pretty young Brumby side. 
absolutely. And of course, the uh, Brumbies and Reds go head to head on Saturday, and Friday it's the Western Force up against the Rebels. And uh, just before we go to Mike Harris, who's our special guest, have a look at these videos um, that appeared on YouTube. So the first thing, look at the Chiefs here. Um, and they've got the world's biggest Cupid going around spreading the love on Valentine's Day. Who says rugby players are big and ugly? Look at this, Casho. Wonderful stuff by the Chiefs, the defending champions, having a bit of fun on Valentine's Day. It's great stuff. And uh, we'll play you this a little bit. Look at the Western Force here. I spoke to Nick Smith, their media manager today, and uh, said we're going to run this on Seven News tonight because it was so funny. And uh, have a listen. Here are the Western Force, the players giving other men maybe men, tips on how to pick up on Valentine's Day with these great one-liners. Baby, you must be Jamaican, because you're making me crazy. <laughs> Do you have a library card? Because I'm checking you out. Do you know karate? Because your body's really kicking. Damn, if sexy was a crime, you'd be guilty as charged. Did it hurt when you fell from heaven? Well, here I am. What are your other two wishes? Hey, how you doing? You must be a parking ticket because you got fine written all over you. Do you believe in love at first sight or do I need to walk by again? You're like a dictionary. You add meaning to my life. If you were a chicken, you'd be impeccable. Life without you would be like a broken pencil. Pointless. If you were a burger at McDonald's, you'd be McGorgeous. Are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only ten I see. That sounds really good. And hey, Bronk, listen, those, some of those lines from those Western Force guys, they're so bad, they're good. What do you think? <laughs> oh, pretty ordinary. I love the last one, the Tennessee. The only 10 I can see. That was just brilliant. So, uh, well done, Western Force. Uh, and let's hope you have a good season this year. Uh, I spoke to Brett Sherman. He's, um, he's uh, coming good, and hopefully he'll be able to play against the Reds very, very soon. And speaking of the Reds, Cash Cow, it's time to bring in our first guest uh, for this evening, our first and only guest uh, besides yourself, of course, and that's uh, Mike Harris, the playmaker for the Queensland Reds. Had a wonderful season last year, and he joins us now from Ballymore. And, uh, look, you're looking at picture there, Mike, a uh, bit of a busted lip, but um, you've had a big off-season. It was a big last year for you. you excited about the season ahead? Yeah, no worries. Yeah, look, uh, really excited. Um... You know, had a good, good month off there over December, and uh, and got back and got stuck into hard work in January. And look at uh, played a few trials now, and the body's rearing to go, and feeling really fresh and just ready to get out there. Really, we've just seen the Inside Rugby magazine, and uh, it's got a good story on you. And you talk about how surreal it was looking back on 2012. Now, obviously, you're looking back on that fondly, but how do you move on and uh, put that in the past as you prepare for a pretty big season? Yeah, I have, yeah. Obviously, in that break that I talked about in, uh, in December, I sort of, you know, had time to sit back and and, uh, and reflect on the year and, and what a great year it was for me and uh, as personally and, um, you know, got to accomplish and achieve some of my goals. So, um, but now, you know, I put that all behind me and sort of set new goals for this year and looking to, you know, take it to a new level. So let's move on to this year and uh, you've had a couple of trial games heading into this first game against the Brumbies. Were you happy with your form? I know you and Lokes to prepare as if you're playing in the season in those games, but were you happy with the way that you tested your game plan and a few other things in the trial matches? Yeah, I mean, obviously we had, uh, you know, some pretty good opposition there with uh, playing a couple of Kiwi teams and, and the Blues and the Chiefs and 
um, you know, certainly uh, tested us uh, as they like to sort of, you know, throw the ball around quite a lot and, and play from sideline to sideline. So we got a lot of testing uh, in our defence and, and that's one area that, you know, we want to start really strong in the, in the competition. Um, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit of uh, time for cobwebs to sort of get out. So if you can get, you know, you make sure your defence is strong, then, then uh, you know, you're going, to, you're going to go a long way to winning, you know, the first few rounds. So that's one, been a massive focus for us. Um, and then I guess, um, yeah, I guess leading into leading into the Brumbies, um, you know, they had a pretty good season last year, and um, you know, we've obviously, you know, gutted at the end not to make the finals, and, and we just put them at the end there. So, um, you know, they're going to be hungry for uh, for a bit of payback, and you know, it should be uh, all guns blazing come Saturday. Well, it's a different red side this year, isn't it? You've got a lot of players to come back from injury. James Hallwell, not quite right, but you've got Will Genia soon to come back. And, of course, uh, you've got Quade Cooper as well, who will be playing this weekend. Now, uh, the Brumbies have also recruited very well, and they've got David Pocock in their side. Uh, they will be different, but also boosted, I think, uh, from the fact that they had a really good year last year, just fell at the final hurdle. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you know, you've talked about uh, James there. You know, it's unfortunate for him. He sort of can't catch a break at the moment. He had his hammy and, and then, uh, you know, in a pretty tough training session, uh, rolled his ankle as well. So, look, but hopefully he's not too far off. And, um, you know, Willie Guinea, we expect to see sometime sometime soon. He's, he's, you know, working extremely hard and you see him out here every day running around and, and, uh, and you know, by all accounts uh, from talking to him, you know, the knee's feeling pretty good. So that's just going to gonna take a few, few extra weeks. And then, um, you know, it'd be great to have him back in the side. But, uh, yeah, look, um, Brumby's picked up, uh, obviously, a pretty quality open side uh, in David. And, um, you know, they've got some young guns as well. So, um, you know, I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of I guess, a lot of uh, angst about, about Saturday and a lot of uh, people wanting to prove a point. Mike, I spoke to Jake White a couple of weeks ago before the start of the season about them, and he said they wanted to be the innovators. What are you expecting from uh, the Brumbies come Saturday night? Yeah, obviously, uh, I think they, you know, initially I think they played, um, you know, quite a simple sort of a game, and it was effective uh, last year. But um, yeah, from hearing what they've had to say down in their camp, uh, I think Jake really wants to, um, you know, put a, new, a few new things into their game and. And we're expecting to see some of that on Saturday night, a bit more of a variety and, and uh, a, few, a few risks. So um, we've got to be prepared for that. And, um, you know, having David there uh, has definitely bolstered their team and brings a lot of experience as well, um, you know, at, at super and test level. So, and, uh, you know, having Clyde there, Clyde Rathbone, what a great story that is, as you mentioned. So, um, yeah, they got some good things going on there, but, uh, you know, so do we. So we're pretty excited. And, can't wait to get stuck in. Well, Quade Cooper, he's a boxer as well as a rugby player. I mean, have you guys taken an interest in what he does in the ring or how does it work? Yeah, well, funny enough, none of us actually saw the fight live because we were all uh, playing uh, conveniently at the same time. So, yeah, who knew he could box? But, uh, no, good on him. You know, he's, uh, had, you know, he's been working, working his butt off and training hard and, uh, you know, he hasn't missed a session with us. So in terms of rugby, I think um, can only be, you know, probably pretty good for his body and for fitness. So, um, yeah, he's looking good and um, hopefully we get sort of the best Quay Cooper back and, uh, and uh, yeah, he goes well on Saturday night for us. I mean, how do you two guys get on, firstly on the paddock and off the field? How do you bring it all together and do you get on? Yeah, really well. Uh, we get along fine. Um, 
you know, good mates. We hang out from time to time. But um, on the on the field, I think uh, he's he's the type of player that uh, loves to loves to be you know in that in that ten jersey running running the cutter and. Um, I guess coming from a bit of a sort of a playmaker background as well, I guess you just got to support that. Um, you know, whether you're playing at, at sort of inside centre or, or 15 doesn't doesn't really matter in that regard. You just got to uh, support what he's doing and, and sort of get that combination, get that relationship um, from knowing what he wants. You know, if he's crabbing across field and you know probably want you want, wants you to run a hard line and and try and you know pierce the defence and get through. So um, in terms of that, you know, just I guess just trying to support him and, and make his job easier by you know giving him um, giving him you know chat on what you see whether it's uh, space out wide or we go through the middle and just trying to help him out basically and, and that allows him to I guess do what he does best. My goal kicking is an essential part of your armoury, big part of your CV. Do you work on it hard? Do you have any help from uh, anybody there at the Reds? Tell us tell us about the uh, the uh, the recipe that makes you such a successful goal kicker. Um, I've had kicking coaches, um, you know, over the past, and but uh, I've sort of settled on a uh, on a technique now that I've had um, for probably the last four or five years, and and I sort of know if something, you know, if I'm pulling them left or pushing them right, I sort of know what what I'm doing wrong, and and uh, have a few different techniques that I can go back to. So um, yeah, for me, it's something I really enjoy and something I've done since um, you know since I was a little little boy, and. Um, just, yeah, I, re I really enjoy getting out and just uh, kicking a ball around and, and just having you know myself in the post. So uh, in terms of that, it, it's quite a calming effect. And uh, and yeah, having having the pressure of having to you know kick goals and, and score the points is uh, is something that I that, that I enjoy and, and look forward to. So um, you know, hopefully they go through this year. Mike, I've got to say, you guys are a bit like Collingwood, and I don't mean that in a negative sense, but in the AFL, but I do mean it from the fact that you have a big membership and it's building every year, uh, extraordinary stuff. How much does that mean to you to know that you've got a great state of people behind you when you run out? Yeah, look, the, uh, I mean, the last couple of years have been, uh, been amazing here in, in Queensland, and the rugby community's definitely come back and, and supported and, and showed that, I guess, with their... Uh, you know, with their support at the stadium, and look, there's nothing better for you know for our 22 and, and our whole squad, in fact, to to run out and and be a part of that uh, you know whole I guess uh, entertainment and event um, at Suncorp, um, and so you know so we really love it. I mean, we probably we feel like we got the best fans in the world, but um, yeah, like you said, the uh, I think it's positive for Australian rugby. Um, you know the. Um, you hear, always hearing good things from the Waratahs and, and, and the Rebels and, uh, and also the Brumbies as well. And um, I think uh, you know this. You know, as you said, there might have been perceived, you know, last year as having, you know, being a sort of a weaker conference. But um, I think that goes in in, uh, in waves. And uh, hopefully this year, you know, that, that uh, you know we can get a lot of a lot of teams knocking off uh, inter international teams and not just bashing our own bashing our own players. So um, yeah, but you know everything can change uh, in teams with a few injuries and that not. So you know we're um, looking at looking at our team in the Reds. We're pretty happy with the depth that we've got, and um, it's, you know there's so much competition for positions now that you've uh, from week to week. You know if you have a bad game, then you know you might find yourself uh, not on the team or on the bench uh, the next week. So um, it's really keeping keeping competitive standards and uh, and a lot of. 
a lot of uh, aggression and and, uh, and hard work at training, which is which is always good. Hey Mike, uh, what's going on with Ewan's beard? I don't know what he's doing. A lot of people are saying he's Gandalf now. It's not looking too good, is it? He, uh, everyone else is getting uh, getting the haircuts and getting shaved shaved up before the season starts. So uh, we might have to get him on that because. Uh, I don't know how good he's going to look on TV if he's uh, if he's on the sideline, so I might have a quiet word. <laughs> yeah, mate. Gandalf the Grey. Mike, what's your relationship like with Ewan McKenzie? I mean, he's a burly forwards coach who's now a head coach and doing a great job, a great man-manager. You hear that from people all the time. I've seen it firsthand, and he's really grown as a head coach. And he made that initial phone call to you to pull you out of New Zealand and into super rugby stardom. Can you talk about how you guys get along? Yeah, I mean, personally, um, it's been excellent for myself, obviously. Um, he was the one that sort of um, gave me my first opportunity, so I'll, I guess I'll always, uh, you know, have uh, have a lot of respect and, and I guess want to repay that faith that he's shown in me um, in that regard. So, but uh, yeah, in terms of the team, look, he's done an excellent job in, in grooming, I guess, uh, and bringing back Queensland rugby along with uh, you know the CEO and head office. Um, so look, they've done a fantastic job uh, over the past few seasons and. Um, yeah, hopefully we can just carry that on. But uh, yeah, Link's going well. I still don't know about the bed, but uh, apart from that, it's going good. All right, Mike, thanks very much for your time. Appreciate it on Rugged Matrix. And it's good to see that the Reds are back and ready to go. Big game against the Brumbies, and we wish that it's a great contest at the very least. Thanks for your time, Mike. Cheers, mate. Thank you. All right, there he is, Mike Harrison. We thank him very much for his time at Ballymore. Uh, interesting thoughts there. Nice fella. Loves his golf. And uh, Tony Johannesson, who was our cameraman uh, up in Brisbane, um, I think he's going to have to sort him out at Brookwater. So, Donnie, sort out the Reds at Brookwater. So, Mike Harris uh, did the job from last year. And now with Quade Cooper in, uh, things are a little bit different. But, geez, they've got a good goal kicker. Absolutely, and he's uh, he. Uh, what, what did he uh, come up with during last year? Plus twenty uh, successive mm. shots at goal. So uh, it's interesting, and it's always an important part of uh, any sort of side that you and McKenzie puts together. What he does is uh, has a goal kicker that uh, has high percentages, and you just whittle away and uh, and bring up the points, and it's an essential part of a winning rugby team. All right, so um, that is it for uh, Rugged Matrix International this week. Uh, we'll be talking to Les Kiss next week, and we'll have more guests uh, in relation to Super Rugby. We'll be getting around all the provinces, as many as we can, not just Australian, uh, South Africa and New Zealand as well. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm really keen to actually catch up with the Blues and see how they go under Sir John Kerwin. Uh, that is one franchise we all love to see and play well. Prior to Super Rugby, they had a really rich history, so um, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, Casho, just another word about this. So our overseas viewers and listeners are really keen to get their hands on the Inside Rugby magazine. Um, you can get it through the same link we had last time. Absolutely. Uh, over the weekend, the uh, the link will change on the uh, Rugger Matrix website and uh, you'll be able to link through the mag shop and uh, listen, if you've got any worries, just uh, send us an email and we'll uh, we'll get the uh, get the copy out there ASAP. Well, we certainly will. So uh, don't forget to check it out if you're um, getting the old school off the uh, stands. Uh, Inside Rugby Magazine, some great picks in there as well. Um, and it covers all the franchises in Super Rugby, so uh, looking forward to that. And of course, if you haven't got it yet, make sure you get the annual. There it is. 
fantastic read and uh, it's looking good mate uh, and I know that uh, there are a couple of elements here too which are online as well so you can just click on them and that includes our predictions for the Super Rugby um, provinces as well. Yeah, and it's the uh, predictions from uh, all the different conferences. So uh, good chat, and it's a, an extra added value to the to the punters with the uh, with uh, through our viewer app, which is an absolutely fantastic device that you can use uh, with your uh, with with your mobile device. All right, thank you, Mark Cashman. Uh, great to see you again. Uh, have a good week and enjoy the first weekend of Super Rugby. You just had two games in Australia, but really kicks off the following week, doesn't it? And uh, can't wait to see that Reds that Reds Waratahs game. It will be game on. What about Ewan? Bit of gamesmanship already with the naming of his squad. You know, dragging it out. Hey. Listen, he absolutely loves the drama, doesn't he? I think uh, I think there's been a bit of uh, incoming and outgoing uh, between the Queensland camp under Ewan and uh, also the Brumbies camp under uh, under Jake White. He loves a bit of banter, that Jake. Certainly does. Uh, enjoyed your banter tonight. And uh, don't forget, people in the Northern Hemisphere will have Les Kiss talking Six Nations, Heineken Cup and everything else and just seeing if they can still win the Six Nations uh, if they win all their games from here on in. Uh, there's a chance if England fall over. So let's see how they go over the next couple of matches. All good. Cash Cow, thanks for coming in. See you soon. Pleasure, Brock. Great to be here. There he is, Mark Cashman, the former North, or the North Stalwart. You're never a former Stalwart, are you? You are the Stalwart. Always part of the family. All right, mate. It's like being an Olympian. You're never a former Olympian. You're always an Olympian. All right, there he is, nice. Mark Cashman. All right, this has been Juro Sen. Thanks to our sponsor again, Strike. Don't forget to check them out to get your 10% discount they're well worthwhile good rugby people as well so we're so glad to have them on board uh, that is it for the program we'll see you next week for episode 162 of Rugger Matrix International